welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, I am not a Girl Scout troop leader, and I am not a member of uh, Steve Irwin's family, <laughs> as has already been mentioned to me several times but already. Why are you dressed like that? <laughs> uh, I am Sarah Gonzalez. Are today. you a Girl Scout leader in Steve Irwin's family? Is it no. possible that both of them are? Okay. No. no. Uh, but apparently nobody here likes my dress, no, is what I've right. gotten. No, not you. Everyone else. No, well, the, the point is, you, you're the only one that ever looks halfway decent on the show, so... <laughs> Uh, and before we get started, I would also like to point out um, that we actually had to delay the show because uh, Stu over here was doing something very important. Could you tell everyone what I you were was doing? setting yet another new high score in our Galaga game, which <laughs> now we have a full-size arcade unit of Galaga, and I had to commit mass fleet suicide at 613,000 because of this stupid show. So think about that when you're listening today. I mean, it was intense, though. It's an incredible like, he, sacrifice. He, it you. was, but I mean, clothes started coming off. Oh, yeah. I kind getting of, hot and Oh, yeah. I was legitimately sweating. It was the hardest I've worked Cramping. out in years. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. All right. Well... I'm glad I could uh, be of service to you. What's your top story? Uh, my Gallagher score would be top, but we already covered that. So we'll go to uh, the state of the 2020 presidential race for the Democrats. Interesting. All right, Pat. Uh, the presumption of innocence in America is dead. Mm-hmm. Gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Jason. Civil war. Okay, obviously. Obviously, Jason's in for Glenn today. <laughs> yes. uh, obviously, a lot to get into, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> but before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hertz Kids. Pat, I know you have worked with Cosmo Hertz Kids for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you understand the importance of what they're trying to do with their campaign. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Victoria Hearst started this campaign. Uh, her family, the Hearst Corporation, publishes Cosmo magazine. So I'm thinking... Thanksgiving awkward. dinners are probably <laughs> yeah, awkward. A little awkward. Yeah. awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not trying to censor the magazine or drive them out of business. She just wants the material harmful to minor laws to be applied in every state to Cosmo like it is other kinds of pornography, mm-hmm. like Playboy or Penthouse. If you ever look at the articles in Cosmo, it's unbelievable. Awful. Uh, sex positions and, uh, hey, have a, have a br- vibrator next to your bed while you're reading this article, They'll, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know, 11-year-olds just don't need to see that. So. Uh, but are you sure, though? I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, so if you want to find out more about their campaign and how you can help to make sure that Cosmopolitan magazine cannot be sold to anyone under the age of 18, you can go to CosmoHurtsKids.com for more. Uh, Stu, the presidential race. Yes, uh, obviously a big day today. We're all uh, excited about the announcement of Jay Inslee joining the race for 2020 Democrats. Oh, man. I know. Jay Inslee. Oh, uh, don't pretend. Don't. Come on, don't, don't. Don't Washington try to do state? <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey. Governor. Oh. Uh, nice. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like a, his name is almost a trivia question. Uh, yes, he is, a, he is the governor of um, Washington. One interesting note about him, first governor to get into the race, used to be kind of the easiest path to the White House. I mean, we had obviously Reagan and we had uh, Clinton and George W. Bush, uh, among many others. Um, and then we had Obama, a senator. And then Trump, you know, uh, celebrity. So, like, it's been a while since a governor is, has been able to get, you know... Bill a, Clinton. You, did you forget Yeah, Clinton? No, Clinton, too, of Bill, course, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's, I guess, the only interesting thing. The other part about him, he's a kind of a one-issue candidate where he is um, a global warming guy. He's a climate guy. Uh, he's a climate guy. He's been talking about this for a while. He's one of the, the people who... I mean, I will say, if you care about that issue, he does kind of talk the talk and walk the walk. He's put all sorts of crazy restrictions on a state. I saw that statement. Mm-hmm. He felt compelled to get into the race because of the climate issue. And that's yeah. just so brave because there's no other candidate on the left right now to that ticket on that issue. There's there is no a, one. There's a strain of criticism on the left of the left, which is people use the global warming thing to uh, talk about it. It's a good issue. People on, on their side obviously agree with it. 
But then when it comes down to it, they don't do all that much about it. And his point is like, all right, I want to do something about it. So you give him a little bit of credit there for at least being moderately consistent in what he wants to do. But it opened up this little uh, wormhole for me of look, looking at all these big proposals that are coming out. They are all in a, a horrible state of affairs. Climate is, I think, was one notch below transportation as ma- major concerns. So people were like, ah, my Ubers are taking too long to show up. And, uh, ah, man, where's the cup holder in this car? And then, oh, yeah, global warming. Like, like, this is legitimately where it is. like 23rd Mm -hmm. or something on the priority list of Americans. The only reason it's mentioned at all is because they feel guilty that they don't care about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It really is. guilty that they don't really buy in. People, uh, this has not worked. I mean, they've tried to scare everybody. So that's way down the list. The $15 minimum wage is another another big pitch. By the way, you'll note uh, Bernie Sanders now saying $15 or more. Um, but the $15 minimum wage was just a new study was uh, just came out of a city. I want to say it was New York that said uh, restaurants, uh, restaurant employment has now dropped yeah. by the most uh, since 9-11. So the wow. uh, giant planes crashing into buildings did this and the $15 minimum wage did this. And the uh, economic collapse of 2008 did not do it. It's worse than that. Just the $15 minimum wage. Uh, you have um, the green, the train situation with the Green New Deal. They want uh, these you know, high-speed trains. California's uh, situation is a complete disaster. It started out as a $10 billion bill. It's now up to $100 billion, and they think it's going to be a lot more than that. It was supposed to make it from San Diego to San Francisco in two hours. Now they believe it's going to do less than half of that journey in nine hours. Well, so just <laughs> um, dropped it, right? And they just dropped most of it. So... Basically, they said, let's just finish up what we've already started. I mean, there's bridges built for this thing. Like, this has been partially built. And now Trump is coming after and saying, like, you guys are screwing this up so much. I want, I want some of this money, money back. Um, all of these big issues they've been talking about and trying to make, you know, Elizabeth Warren wants a wealth tax. Looks like that's unconstitutional. There's very specific taxation that's allowed in the Constitution. It was very limited. That's why they had to pass the 16th Amendment to get an income tax. And the 16th Amendment is very clear. You cannot do this type of taxation. Um, So it looks like Elizabeth Warren's big proposal for this campaign isn't even constitutional. Uh, All of these things. I mean, this is a wide swath of of proposals. And all of them kind of at the same time are having massive, massive problems. And widely accepted by virtually all the Democrats that are running. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Medicare for all. If you said, hey, you know what they're trying to do is universal health care. This is Obamacare is just the first step. You're a conspiracy guy. You were a racist. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody loves it, admits it, promotes it. Yeah. These Same things, with free college for all. These are the things you could not even mention. You right. Know, you could not, probably not even in a party. You, wouldn't, you would whisper it in a cafe in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And you'd still probably get in trouble. But now it's just the standard. Yeah. And, this I, is, I, and, and for some reason, Republicans have not yeah. held to account. And yes, the Medicare for All is a big socialist program. And we, we know how bad that would be. And there's a good argument, and that argument must be made. The other argument that must be made is the Democrats, seven years later, are arguing that their system that they passed sucks. Mm-hmm. Like they are now saying the pa- Obamacare, they're they're the top notch of the entire Obama administration. The signature achievement didn't work. Is so bad they need an entire new system a few years later, and no one seems to notice this. Um, one other thing I will point out about Inslee's platform, and, and Inslee, uh, as you may know, is uh, not going to win the Democratic nomination. <laughs> um, however, uh, he is, I think, indica- indicative of where the Democrats are. Jason and I talked about this the other day uh, off the air, which is let's just say talked to Jason off the air. I did, it was an, it, I was playing Gallagher. And he was standing by now. Um, uh, but uh, you have, um, uh, let's just say a Democrat wins. I mean, any of them win, okay? Mm-hmm. 
If that occurs, likely, obviously, the Democrats will still hold the House, right? No disagreement there. Mm -hmm. The the Senate is a little bit closer. Republicans obviously have control of it now. But if the Democrats win the presidency, likely they're also taking the Senate. These, you know, people like Cory Gardner, who's in a purple state, are going to lose. Plus he banned birth control. And did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, he banned birth birth control. control. That was bad. Mm -hmm. Bottom line is they're going to go in there with control of all three, House, Senate, and presidency, if, if they're able to win the presidency. I think that's pretty clear. If that happens... You would say, okay, well, there's at least the filibuster to stop the worst stuff, right? Like, you'd at least be able to stop it. They want to get rid of that. Inslee's platform is to get rid of the filibuster. And and they want to get rid of it completely. And then you've got, think of a Bernie Sanders as president um, without a filibuster and control of all three. Really bad. uh, That is really, really bad. And, you know, the problem is. Or with 60 votes. Or with 60 votes. Going the extreme on that. I don't think they'll get to 60 this time at least. However, they might not need it. If, if they get rid of the filibuster, they're not going to need the 60. So then you have a situation where they can kind of pass anything they want. And this is the logical sort of Overton window as this is gone. You had uh, first the Democrats say, well, we only need 50 votes for judges. Then it was the Republicans saying, well, we only need 50 votes for Supreme Court. Now it's going to be the filibuster for the regular legislation is going to be gone. Um, and, uh, you know, and Trump has said he wants that to happen. So when, when that comes up next time, you know, the Democrats are going to say, your own president said this was the right thing to do, and they're going to be able to get it through. And, and that is going to be, I mean, that, that could honestly be like runaway. It's the exact opposite, obviously, of what the founders wanted. There's so many like nightmare scenarios I can think of off that. I mean, I would assume that the courts would probably get involved in some of these crazy legis- legis- some of these crazy yeah. bills that would start going through. Then you can imagine it going to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court would you would hope, would strike this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Then you start getting, there's already rumors of Democrats proposing an old FDR thing, stacking the courts stacking with more judges. You see like where how this stuff is snowballing. Yeah, I mean, that's just really a nightmare scenario. Getting rid of the uh, Electoral College. They're mm-hmm. proposing yeah. that. They've already proposed that. Most of them want to get rid of ICE. Mm-hmm. It's, it'd be really bad if we have a Democrat president. Yeah. Really, really bad. Uh, all right, Pat, I want to move on to the presumption of innocence in okay. this country. Yeah, there isn't any. So, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> right well, okay. <laughs> so that's way faster Moving than my right topic. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long. Um, oh, the thing that really kind of uh, sparked this for me was uh, Harvey Weinstein. I, I think we can all agree it's likely Harvey Weinstein's probably a bad guy. Yeah. Right? He's probably well, he's definitely a bad guy. We don't know. guy. We don't know if he's guilty of rape. He's mm-hmm. never been convicted of anything. I don't know that he's even been charged yet. He just nope. fired his team of lawyers because they weren't doing what he wanted them to do. And he just hired a lawyer from Harvard. And this guy is as left-wing and progressive as you can be. He's the dean of one of the big colleges at Harvard. He uh, promotes uh, big leftist causes. Um, he's a member of the Black Caucus uh, at Harvard. They're trying to get him kicked out of the school. And removed from Harvard completely because he's representing Harvey Weinstein now. So it's gotten so bad with this Me Too movement that not only are you presumed guilty before anything has happened in a court of law, but also you can't even get representation now without without your representation having his livelihood stripped away from him. It's unbelievable. Ted Bundy had rep- representation. <laughs> yeah. The Brevik guy in, in Norway, Norway who yeah. killed 77, mostly children, had representation. I mean, if we don't have the ability to represent the, the guilty even, as well as the innocent, then our, our justice system is over.
It was just over. It used to be a real fundamental sort of thing for the the left liberals to to believe in. I mean, because, you know, you have these mass murders, these terrible people, and, you know, there's the ACLU standing up and saying, no, they get representation. I wonder yeah. where the ACLU is on this because they right. should be in his corner. Again, they the should. guy has not been convicted of anything. It's a tough stance, but somebody's got to take it, exactly. don't they? Yeah. Every horrible it, person has an attorney. That's our system. It shouldn't just be us, you know, on the blaze on talk radio and, and television saying, Hey, wait a minute. Somebody's <laughs> got to represent the guy. Especially because there's not a lower life form than Harvey Weinstein. Like, he's not like right. a, one of our guys. Like, I think he's the not worst guy all. in the world. He's spent all of their money on Demo- all of his money on Democrats. I mean, mm-hmm. he is one of the most liberal people as well. I have no reason to argue on his behalf. And I do think he, I mean, my, if gun to my head, do I think he's guilty? Sure. But still, um, that is not our system. They don't just ask me right. and say what I really think. That's not the way we work these things out. You've got to go to court. It's so crazy. The presumption of innocence is being replaced with the presumption of virtue on, on mm-hmm. one side. As long as you can appear virtuous, it, it trumps the rule of law. It, yeah. it, it trumps, trumps everything. It trumps everything. Absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Well, yeah. I mean, it is interesting, though, when you talk about um, the presumption of innocence and how there isn't any on one side, but then on the other side, you've got people like uh, Jesse Smollett, who even in the face of yeah. all of this overwhelming evidence to show that he was not innocent, that he, in fact, did it, people were still making excuses for him and defending him and oh, saying, sure. I don't think he point. really did yeah. it. And he still has his job at Empire, which right. uh, I, I don't know that anybody on the right would oh, at I, this no. point. And I got news for you. If, if someone in the NFL had done that, they'd be, uh, the NFL would have protesters all over the place telling him, why aren't you releasing him? Why aren't you throwing him out of the league? Like for whatever reason, like you know, celebrities get this uh, this nice you know bump from uh, their employers. They stick by them for some reason. You know, as soon as an athlete does this, they got to be thrown out of the league immediately. Um, I, you know, I I find it interesting, and I think on this front, because you know, Smollett is still obviously still innocent until proven guilty. I just you know, we obviously the evidence has kind of come out in that one. The other one I think is interesting is this Michael Jackson documentary coming She's on this bring weekend. It up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I I'm fascinated by this because. Again, he's, he was never convicted in a court of law. He did make some payments. Yeah, he got, he got acquitted. He was exonerated. He was exonerated. Um, now this new documentary comes out. His two star witnesses from the trial mm-hmm. uh, are now saying, oh, by the way, yeah, we lied before. He actually did molest us. <laughs> right. uh, HBO is doing a big documentary this weekend. And it's like, I, it's weird. I mean, I, I think hearing what their story, you know, is, is important in some way. Like, I mean, I think I, they deserve to be heard if they, they say this happened. But it's like... On the other side of that, like, are we going to convict Michael Jackson posthumously of committing crimes that he was quitted for? And I have to say, on this presumption of innocence, I'm guilty, too, because mm-hmm. I have always kind of figured that he was asexual and he didn't have a childhood. And so, you know, he hung out with 12-year-old kids. Um, but based on what I've read about this documentary, I've kind of presumed he's guilty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. And I haven't even, I haven't even seen the documentary. <laughs> Did you read the New York Times articles? That one, I yeah. think. Yeah, if yeah, if you haven't read that, it is hard and, to get through. Yeah, and hard. It's yeah. hard. It's really, it's graphic in many parts. But he describes a feeling that, you know, we've all, I know Pat, we've talked about this on, on Pat and Stu back in the day, the feeling that you have, and you kind of described it as like, well, maybe he's just kind of a weirdo. Right. You're like, maybe I don't get it. Like, maybe he's mm-hmm. just so weird and had a, such a weird upbringing. He was a celebrity. He had a, you know, a, a terrible family maybe life at times. in the world. You don't want to believe that about him. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe we just don't understand. And it's like, it's probably not true. Right? Like, he probably just did all these things. <laughs> but I think so many people have that because you want to believe. And, and the article made a great point, too, of like, okay, it's easy to say, okay, well, okay, let's say that we think Michael Jackson's guilty. We're going to stop playing his songs. Well, what about all the music that was based off of those songs? There's a million songs. Do we stop playing songs that are just used that, you know, are Jackson derivative? 
like all, all the entertainment that has gone through, all the people who are inspired by You'd him. You have three songs left. You have three songs radio. left. Yeah, yeah three. It's amazing. <laughs> all right, back in a minute. Uh, you gonna watch that? I, yeah. I really do want to see it. Before we get to uh, Glenn Jr. and Civil War, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Um, so, you know, we talk about this often. We here at Blaze TV are very thankful for Relief Factor because um, Glenn is, I know, Stu, you say not tolerable, but tolerable-ish yeah. to work with. More, now, he's more a accurate. tad more tolerable. Right. Still, um, still, it's like... <sighs> And I will say, like, I, I've been lucky so far to dodge uh, any uh, serious ongoing pain. Mm-hmm. However, after setting multiple high scores at Galaga, this hand, <laughs> which is my firing hand, we're talking about 5,400 shots in about 20 minutes. <laughs> and I have tightness here. Oh, no. A major tightness. You I need have, to, right, you if you see right here, I have, I'm, not, okay, I'm not flipping you off. I'm putting two fingers up. There's a boo-boo right here, oh, which comes no. when you scrape your finger, when you're going like back and forth like this, and you scrape your finger. I've got multiple wounds right now, and I think some relief factor coming my way. If I get the night, do you have the 1995 yes, quick start? Yes, the three-week quick start. Yes, okay. see if it works for you. Yes, I think I'm going to try it now because I mean these are It'll major stop injuries. the inflammation that's flaring up Thank in here. You. And then you can work on a higher high score. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to do this show, I'd be at a million right now. I want to make that clear. Prove it. I well, I'm going to have to one of these days. <laughs> all right, but in all seriousness, uh, if you are in pain, go to relieffactor.com. See if they can help you. It works for 70 percent of the people who buy this three-week quick start pack. They keep on ordering it. It's working for them. It can work for you. It can also work for you, Stu. Good. So I'm in need. I'm in need. <laughs> All right, Jason, Civil War. Okay. I promise not to go full on Alexander Jones on this. <laughs> you um, always promise this, and you just always that disclaimer comes. Right that means he knows he's getting close to the line. <laughs> it means we're getting very close. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're about to hear about fish human hybrids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this is something that I, I've been kind of fascinated on uh, for, for a little while now. Just uh, how. You know, I don't, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Let's start with, uh, so go. Nancy Pelosi, uh, some comments from her, I think it was yesterday, where she was, where the biggest uh, line that stood out was, just vote no, no. And regardless of what, this had to do with the uh, gun control bill, regardless of whatever else the Republicans wanted to put into it or anything they wanted to, uh, you know, to add, it didn't matter if it was something that they would possibly agree with or and this is the far left in the democratic party or and people in the middle it didn't matter what it was nancy pelosi is telling them just to vote no and um ocasio cortez is like one-upping on this she's like actually if they uh, if if anybody from our side is what she said anybody in the in democratic party on our side votes at all for anything that the republicans say then we're gonna make i'm making a list and she supposedly has a list of, and this is in the Washington Post, she has a, uh, a group of, I think she said, 75 activists. And she's going to deliver that list to her own, of her own people. She's going to deliver that list mm-hmm. so they can do like a David Brock on them or that they can, uh, they can primary against them to get them uh, voted out. Wow. Absolutely insane. Now, they're splitting people. There's, there's, there's no middle ground anymore. It's just this side. It's just that side. And it's the same thing what you can see in, you know, uh, in, in media, uh, social media, you know, tech giants. They're, they're not, al- in silencing people, they're not even allowing any kind of middle talk. There's no middle ground. There's just this side and there's, and there's that side. 
I, I, I know I said I wouldn't go Alex Jones, but you know they, they silenced here it comes. They silenced Alex Jones. Uh, they've um, th- there's been several stories over the past several months of different people that have gotten kicked off for who knows. For, for, a lot of times they can't even define it. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, you have you know uh, the Antifa Beverly or Antifa DC account is still up. Louis Farrakhan mm-hmm. Nation of Islam account is still up. But all these other sites, Tommy Robinson, I think was m- most mm-hmm. recent to get kicked off of um, off of uh, Facebook. And it kind of like pretty soon there's going to be no way, but there's going to be this line of thought versus this line of thought. There's no way to actually hear an opposing viewpoint because you're being silenced. And the most and the, the, one of the, the effects of that is the most even the, the most radical people are being forced into that same side. So even if you're just a regular Joe Blow Joe conservative, you now find yourself on the same side as someone you would not stand toe-to-toe with. You wouldn't stand shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder shoulder with. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're all being pushed on that side. And now you're getting some people take, taking that to the even extremes. Now, I'm talking about a civil war of discourse, basically. Um, we are being ideologically forced okay, well, I to just, side against that side. You hyped that up way too much. <laughs> you're like, civil war. Of discourse, just kidding. So that, that's 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 how I believe it, it is. I don't think we're actually pulling out the muskets and, and the cannons and going toe to toe. Yeah, if Glenn were actually here, then he'd say that. He would say yes. that, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't be alone. I just heard a podcast. It was Laura Ingram's podcast. She was talking to a former federal prosecutor, uh, Joe D. Genova, and um, he's a he's a Fox News contributor. He went pretty much full Alexander Jones. <laughs> Take a listen. We are in a civil war in this country. There's two standards of justice, one for Democrats, one for Republicans. The press is all Democrat, all liberal, all progressive, all left. They hate Republicans. They hate Trump. So the suggestion that there's ever going to be civil discourse in this country for the foreseeable future is over. It's not going to be. It's going to be total war. And as I say to my friends, I do two things. I vote and I buy guns. Wow. Wow. Wow, that, that, that's that is that's something you could hear on the Alexander Show, uh, Jones program. Totally, but this is and this is what was surprising me. So I saw this and I just started googling this guy and I started seeing people on, on MSNBC, pundits on MSNBC, that were um, talking about this and actually agreeing with him. Like, yeah, this country is hurtling towards civil war. That used to be something that you would only hear Alex Jones talk about. Or Glenn Beck. Or Glenn Beck. Or Glenn Beck. <laughs> um, the, but it, nobody in the mainstream would talk about that. They, they wouldn't. Now, that, that type of talk is mainstream. Why? Because we are being forced apart. We're being forced into that. And that goes all the way from what you saw with the uh, Democrats this week, uh, you know, right from the House floor or from social media. We're being forced into this, uh, into these situations. And again, you're going to have the most radical of the rattle, radical saying these types of things. It's, it's, it's a very dangerous time, not only politically, but socially. You see, you know, people are actually fighting in the streets nowadays. I mean, it's, it's absolutely insane. You can't step on a college campus and have an opposing viewpoint without physical violence. It's getting dangerous. I have to believe that um, average America is recognizing this, right? Like, we see what's presented in mainstream media, and we see the stories that they hype up, and we only see what, they, what they're pushing. For instance, you would think that climate change was a bigger deal to much more yeah. of society mm-hmm. than is actually true because all we're being pushed on mainstream media is climate change, climate change, climate change. Um, but, I mean, I have to wonder if the average American recognizes that that's where they're going and is going to reject it. I mean, even the average Democrat. You know what I mean? Because sure. it's just because it's being pushed doesn't necessarily mean that the everyday voter 
is not going to recognize it and I, make a decision of whether or not they want to support a party that's doing that. I kind of, yeah, and I would agree with that pretty much for today. Like, mm-hmm. I think most people don't follow this stuff as hardcore um, as, like, like, what we do. And we'll see this stuff and maybe even get a little bit more amped up on it or riled up. I think I'm more worried about what's coming next. If it's, if it's this bad now, what's the next step? Um, if you're worried about the president or the person in powers now, that's not the person to worry about. Worry about the guy that follows him or the woman that follows him because it's probably going to be a whole lot worse, the one that follows. Mike, I, I was sitting waiting for my kid uh, not too long ago for, for school, and everybody on the playground, all the kids, 8 years, 10-year-old, um, young kids were talking about gender issues, race issues, calling each other racist, all this stuff, talking mm-hmm. about politics. It's like, mm-hmm. kids? Yeah. Well, this, they were just doing this very, as doing the monkey bars and talking about <laughs> politics. It's insane. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. Uh, by the way, Alex Jones. Uh, if you missed Glenn's speech at CPAC, he did a really great speech at CPAC on socialism mm-hmm. and capitalism and where we're headed. You can find it at YouTube. CPAC posted it. So go to CPAC YouTube and catch Glenn's speech, and we will see you in overtime. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Before we jump back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, Mercury Real Estate, and the folks at realestateagentsitrust.com. So there are like millions of real estate agents out there, it seems like. I mean, everyone you talk to knows. They're like, oh, my husband's brothers, sisters, dogs, dog walkers. Former roommate. Yeah. And former roommate. And they they do real estate. Yeah, Jason's handyman. (laughs) Does real estate? Yeah, he said on his business card. (laughs) And then like MLS number. And I was like, what? So the same guy that's fixing your sink also wants to sell your home. That's not probably the best plan. Did you know, though, that only realtors can be members of the National Association of Realtors? Is that true? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's Are a true sure? thing. Is that one of the it's a required? Really discriminating. They're wow. discriminating. It is. Wow. Yeah. Class action That doesn't have anything to do with realestateagentsitrust.com. But I just it's important it information. It's I've important. heard it a million yeah. times on the radio. Yeah. I know people need to communicate it. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, if you are looking to buy or sell your home, mm-hmm. uh, Glenn has a team that they've already vetted. They've vetted to make sure that they get you the best real estate agents. They do it full time. Um, they know the area. They are the experts in those areas. And we've got them all across the country. So there is one in your area that but can help best you. Best of all, they're fans of the show. So you know you got that in common. It's not going to be awkward when you go out looking for homes or selling homes or whatever you're going to do with them. You yeah. always talk about whatever crazy thing Glenn said on the air today. We right. always have that. Right. Yeah. We always go always back to that. it. Uh, so go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay, um, Pat, Representative yeah. Ilion Omar. She's awesome. Uh, there's a, I got a I got a poll up on uh, Twitter. Um, who is the most hideous out of the three? <laughs> AOC, Ilan Omar, or Rashida Tlaib? And That's so hard. far, Ilan is in the lead. Ilan is, Omar is, she? is okay. oh, even over AOC. So I, I think it's, uh, it's Tlaib or Tlaib. I've heard both, mm-hmm. but like I think she might be the uh, she might be the dark horse here. Like this, yeah. she could, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think she's going to win this poll, but like I, she may be the worst of the three. They're all three. 
really radical. Yeah. She I mean, just doesn't these, get the media attention, yeah. I think. These uh, are yeah. extremists that I never thought you'd see in office in the United States of America. But um, I mean, They make Keith Ellison look conservative. Yeah, uh, very much so. Um, Ilan Omar has also disclosed a myth that uh, men are stronger than women. And I'm glad that finally mm. somebody's laid it to rest. Mm. Thank you, mm. Ilan. Um, in a uh, letter to USA Powerlifting, she said it is a myth that trans women, individuals who, who were born as biological males and are making the transition to female, okay. have a direct competitive advantage in the sport. Of course they don't. Um, (laughs) People were born men and are now just, you know, in their head think they're women. They immediately, uh, their body structure changes and they become (laughs) just like biological women. (laughs) Is that the, this is one of the most absurd things I have ever heard. Because, I mean, maybe you can argue gymnasts. I don't know. Like, maybe there's some sport, but powerlifting? Powerlifting. Like, that is like uh, the least. Yeah. I mean, is there a sport where they're equal? I can't think of one. I mean, I, I like I, I, I would say you know what golf, but no, cards. They, they don't even play the same if, tees. If you, if you consider bridge a sport, right. poker, poker, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If What's you your, consider uh, that a sport, I mean, I, maybe you know auto racing, car racing, right? Like maybe, that, yeah. You know? yeah, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe. Even though Danica I don't Patrick know of a you know a female car racer who's ever achieved what the men have. No, but there hasn't been, as, but there haven't been as many of them. Yeah, but. Every man yeah. sport, if you look at the comparative numbers between the men and the women, the men are bigger, stronger, faster, um, and pa- everythinger. And powerlifting is a measurable, right? Like it's yes. a, like you could say basketball. Well, they they share the ball more. They're more team players. But like this is like you, maybe you could you know come up with some argument. Like powerlifting, it's like a number. <laughs> like yes. the numbers on one side yes. are higher than the other. Like, I don't know like, how you. We went to the numbers today oh. on on my show, uh, Background Unleashed, and just w- looked at the 123 pounders because the 123 pound men are should be should have no direct competitive advantage over the 123 pound <laughs> women, oh, right? No. If, uh, it's like 200 pounds really? difference. Wow, 200 pounds difference in some of the categories. It's an amazing difference, and it's so provably wrong. What she is saying here, that it's laughable that they ever called Republicans science deniers yeah. when they are denying every sort of science from uh, a human fetus being human to uh, men and women being the same uh, and gender fluidity, genders in your head, not in your pants. I mean, <laughs> they have gone completely off the rails, There's a, completely off the rails. The worst case of this I, I can remember was back in 20, 2014, there was an MMA fight and it was a women's fight. And um, Fallon Fox was a transgender woman, so born a man and oh, was transitioning geez. into a woman. Right, I've heard about Joe this. Rogan is goes crazy over this. Like, ask the athletes; they'll tell you that there's a huge difference. But she got into the, she uh, he got uh, competed in this fight, and Did it he was, still have a a man unit. Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Actually, I don't know. That's a technical term. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like to be scientific on this show. So, But the results were so bad, he crushed his opponent's skull. Oh, God. That's how oh, bad it was. Man. He, that's not hyperbole. He oh, actually crushed her skull. And to this day, the, I, I remember reading the interviews, and she said, and at first she, I, she didn't really know what to think when she got into the fight because she was like, she was kind of like, she's like, I'm abnormally strong for a woman. 
the actual woman was saying this. She was like, I was, I'm normally strong for a woman, so I didn't know really how this was going to turn out. How she dare goes, you say the actual woman? I know, right? Um, I'm so bigoted. <laughs> and she, but she goes, uh, she goes, I've never felt that physically overpowered in my life. Mm. Right. She goes, I've yeah. never felt that most, more physically overpowered in Unreal. my life. She, she goes, okay, at least? I mean, she recovered from so this? I, yeah, she was, I, I, I haven't seen interviews from her following that, but she was able to actually comment after the fight, so I'm assuming she still has all of her squash intact and everything. But, <sighs> but yeah, mm. physically crushed her skull, and she had never felt that experience in her life. It's dangerous it to is. make the. It's, it's not just. From, it's from not the, just a political statement. Mm-hmm. This is dangerous. But yeah. I mean, of course, oh. also from this is being pushed forth from the party who claims that they're all about women. Right. Right. right? I mean, but they're not protecting women in that regard. No, I. I, not. I found it really sad that there was a uh, a female high schooler who lost a championship to two transgender sprinters. Yeah. And she was the one who was coming out. Not the adults. The kids are the ones coming out. Um, She said, I'm very happy for these athletes, and I fully support them for being true to themselves and having the courage to do what they believe in. But in athletics, it's an entirely different situation. It's scientifically proven that males are built to be physically stronger than females. It's unfair to put someone who is biologically a male who has not undergone anything in terms of hormone therapy, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not fair. It's not fair. So we have our kids who are even recognizing this, and the adults in the room are not speaking up. And it's interesting because they've been so indoctrinated that they're willing to give you all the the first disclaimer and say, I'm glad for them, and that's wonderful, and we want to be inclusive, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But it's a not fair. Yeah. And it's not. Talk about a war on women as well. Right. I mean, this is actually the war on women. Well, like women, they're like trying to take everything away from women. There was this thing, what was it? They, were, they wanted that actor at the Oscars to wear a women's dress. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was another story recently where a, a woman was trying to, or was it a, it was someone to try to get men to start wearing makeup. No, that, that's a man. Things like it's that. A, yeah, it's a man. He's very famous in the YouTube makeup world, and he wants to start a movement to have men wear makeup too. It shouldn't Ugh, just be exclusive to women. <laughs> I mean, like, look, some of this is just funny, honestly. Like, some of it is just disturbing. Uh, you know, the, the, the stuff that you're talking about with, uh, in boxing or disturbing. MMA is like, this is just an excuse ridiculous. for domestic abuse, right. basically. Um, but I mean, look at you, you got to look at the facts. Every, like, track and field is the perfect example. These are all races that both compete in at the highest levels. They can, like, there's no reason a woman can't outperform a man in one in, in another race even though they're they're going um, in separate events like they could set world records except for the fact that men hold the best record in every single event at every single length at every there's a reason for that. Hey, we're different not a coincidence men and women are different yeah and that's okay mm-hmm. i also read um I, d- I just read the headline so i don't know the details but that in canada there's a canadian doctor who um they're going to yeah. in- inject hormone therapy into a 14-year-old without the father's permission. Against their wishes, I believe. Yeah. 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 Against oh, their wishes. Wow. They, they, the kid wants to, to uh, transition. The parents don't want that to happen. The, the, the state is saying, well, you have to let it happen. We're going to do it whether you like it or not. Where? 14. Canada. A, four, a 14-year-old girl. They're going to give her male hormones. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Against the, the parents' wishes. Oh, my gosh. Same. That's when you go to prison. But that's <laughs> when I would go to prison. It's that sort of crap, too, that's, you know, oh. I mean, again, you were talking about a civil war earlier. It's like, if that happens to your kid, you're going bonkers. Yes. Yeah. Like, I yes. mean, I can't imagine. Maybe Canadians are so polite. They're way I mean, too they let me keep the ball when I you know, caught it in the Blue, in the Blue Jays game. <laughs> maybe they would let this go. But, like, I mean, American parents would not put up with that. I mean, under, over anything. No, like, no. tell me, like, if you criticize how my kid, if it bites straight to the center of the Tootsie Roll pop instead of licked it, I'm getting pissed off just because you criticize me when that's not your place. Yeah, but you're pissed now imagine off all this. The time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
All right. Yesterday's poll uh, was about this transgender athlete debate. Should transgender athletes be allowed to compete as a gender other than what they were assigned at birth? Uh, 97% of you said yeah. no. Ta-da. Two, but who's the 2% who said yes? Oh, see, you're always focusing on the negative. Look, at she's doing what you're always complaining about. You need 100% on an internet poll? Are these people not watching this program where we come out here and we explain to you that it's called science? <laughs> I think Hello. they're it just to make you mad. Yes, I think they're doing it. Continue to do it. Uh-huh. Continue to make Sarah mad. Uh, and then today's poll... What domestic issue concerns you most? There are a couple different options here. Abortion, national debt, the culture war, or other. Which I don't agree with mm, being wow. listed because then mm. I can't share that <laughs> on Who are the on people the that said other? That's what we're going to get. <laughs> no, Is that like, how I sound? Yeah, it's just like that. That was like, almost like it was audio. It was playing. What do you, what do you think, Stu? Abortion, national debt, culture war. Was, what was it what, most important? Yeah, what domestic issue concerns you most? I mean, it's hard to. It's hard that it can't be abortion. abortion. We're talking about life it's and death. Be the murder of children, yeah. right? It's gotta be. It's obvious. So, I mean, so far we've only managed to murder sixty million. I mean, that's. Uh, do we want to go to a hundred? What do we want to go for? Hundred and fifty. You're in agreement, Jason. Oh, it's obvious. Life it's only and a billion death. worldwide, obviously. by the way. Oh, that's it. Think of that. A billion people since 1973. It would be an increase in the population of what, 15%? I mean, we just. I will say. I will say. I do think that there has been a shift. I think that the the Democrats and how extreme overplayed their hand a little bit. Yeah, like, I know. mean, we see the latest polls after they've overplayed yeah, their it was hand. Forty seven, forty seven. Yeah, in the latest poll, it's one poll, and they're not going to stop. Well, I know, but the Democrats will not stop. I mean, that's what they no, they, won't they won't stop. They'll double down because that's what they've shown to do in yep. the past. And hey. I don't think the American people are going to appreciate it anymore. They can't oh. stop during a primary. They have right. to keep going. And until, they, until someone wins that primary, they can't stop going further and further left because they're all going to try to outdo each other, which is going to make for some good eating. Yeah, yes. The program. Yep. yes. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We got to go because I think Stu needs to get back to his yeah. Galaga game. Galaga. He's, he's had a nice little rest. <laughs> he's, he's rested his wrist now, yeah. and we got <laughs> we got him watch. Nice dress, by the way. They were really nice. So the Girl Scout uniform? Or are you in the Irwin family? Yeah, Irwin family. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.